0: I got a letter from the <laughs> <laughs> Pull it together. <laughs> I got a letter from the government the other day. Open and read it and said they were suckers. suckers. They wanted me for the army or whatever. Picture me giving the damn. I said never. never. Uh, renegade coaches in the building. No. I am Kalanji Changer, the riot starter, alongside
1: Kamal K. Franklin. You know what I mean? A man here with the best to impress. Okay. Featuring. Mm-hmm.
0: I go by the name of the Air Doctor. What's what's good? OK. Ooh, the Air, the Air Doctor, Doctor. You know what I'm saying? What up, Air Doctor? Hey, everything's good, everything's okay. good. OK. Yeah, you see who, who, who we got over here on the right end to the back? Man, we got, we got Minister Servers in the building. Minister yeah, yeah. Servers. Serving the people, hip hop okay. okay. Minister. Hip hop guy, hip hop guy. And we got my man Jai in the building. That's Jai right. always knocking him out. All One, right. two, to the three, to the four. You know what I me, mean? straight out from Flow Flow. We love mm-hmm. Jai. We love yeah. Jai.
1: You know what I'm saying? We love Jai. Yo, so we got an interesting we week happening up, love, man. Big oh, anyway, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, stop saying yeah. the Jai. Interesting you know week. <laughs> interesting week coming up. So, you know, because uh, by the time this show airs, well, no, right before this is our last show, yes. right before the presidential election. Mm-hmm. Where America show makes show 87. Yes, you know? sir. Where America makes its next election for whoever's going to be running the empire. Yes, Trump mm-hmm. the tyrant or Biden, Blackface Biden, I think Black we call him. Blackface you know Biden. <laughs> I call him Jim Crow Joe.
2: Yeah, I like that I one too,
1: like you know it. what I'm Crow saying? That's that's a I, I mean, like that, I like that, you know yeah. what I mean? The overt white supremacist what, what, versus what, what, the covert white supremacist, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? What would the Republicans
0: yeah. say? Kamala, Kamala. Kamala, Kamala the
1: cop, Kamala it. the cop. So, yeah. Future
0: her too, right. And Shout Pence, out to
1: Pence, who can't stay in a room with more than one woman, otherwise his head is going to explode, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> old like, fly face. Old fly face, you know yeah, yeah. what I'm saying? So it's an interesting dynamic that's happening all around. People are like, you know, busting out, getting to the polls, early voting is through the roof. There might be some controversy around, you know, what's going to happen during the election. And so part of our, our, the major part of our show tonight is to talk about the election, what it means for Black folks, mm-hmm. um, who we should support, and should we be supporting anybody? That's right. Mm. And so we got a we got a wide variety of opinions that's going to be on the show tonight. We're going to have April Albright from Black Voters Matter, okay. Noah Changa, Ben okay. Dixon, uh-huh. and Shelly Winters, Winters, who I call Winters. a Black
0: Unicorn because he's actually a Trump supporter. Okay, you know well, what I'm saying? I don't know if the man like being called a Black Unicorn. Well, that's, you know, you know uh, <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> want to be a Black Unicorn. I I should, he stands out. Stand you got there. Right? No, I was saying, now you make anybody hate unicorn. Damn, you know.
1: <laughs> so, a you know, frog or some shit. But before we get to, you know, the end of our intro, there's some other crazy shit that's always happening yes. out here in, in this country. So in Philadelphia, young brother uh, Walter Walter Wallace Jr. was yes. gunned down by the police. Mm-hmm. Twelve is out of control, yeah. mm-hmm. fucking everybody up all over the country as usual. Mm-hmm. So you know the, what I mean, the protesters and folks out in the street, they bang on Philly. the system. Um so we just wanna give our, our unconditional support to folks to stay out on those streets, make sure that there's a price to pay when you take a young black life. Mm. Um cause those times
0: are over when you can just do that and get away with it. And Philly has a history of of, of murdering our people. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Shout out to our move family out Word. there. You know oh, what that's I mean? right, that's right. Move nine, uh right. and also those uh, who were killed on May thirteenth, nineteen eighty five, assassinated when uh no good uh Mayor Wilson Good mm-hmm. uh Dropped the bomb. That's right. On that's men, right. women, and children. That's right. On Osage Avenue. Philly so got we'd history. Like say, fuck Philly. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Except for the people. That's
1: right. Mm-hmm. I and mean, mm-hmm. then Illinois. The and yeah. Illinois. Yes. Yeah. In Illinois, a
0: couple, a couple uh, parked in front of, I believe, the uh, sister's mother's house. hmm And police decided to come up and uh, kill her boyfriend, 19-year-old. when mm. She was 20. She was shot. And uh, you know, it, it's business as usual. Yeah. Unfortunately, like like we said, you know, we can't even remember all the names because of the fact that. You know, back in the day, we knew, like, okay, it was Sean Bell, it was Oscar Grant, it was this. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's like whoever name yeah. goes up in the uproar, whatever city goes up in the blaze, yeah. that's what we remember. It. And the crazy thing is that, I mean, one of the
1: good things about social media yes. is that that has allowed us to know fa- farther faster uh, what's happening, who's been killed, who's getting hurt, and that kind of thing. Do you give credit to your brother Sean King? No, never. Okay, uh, cool. And he's not my brother. I thought he was you your brother. No, you, you're lying, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yo, so, Renegade hey, coaching, yo, we're going to be right back. Hey. You want to get into this? Uh.
0: Oh, you oh, know We got a musical guest. not even a musical guest, we, got a, musical guest. we, we got, got a poet that you should know about. He That's goes right. by the name of Tommy Bottoms. He's going to be here that giving poet. us some poetry. One of my, one of my, one of my oh, favorite yeah. poets, although okay. he's a Trump supporter. So. Another one? I, I mean, he's a <laughs> How, you like, how we let this happen? Man? I don't there's so many. No, I mean, he came with Shelly. Shelly had to bring him back up. True, uh, <laughs> true. got a skirt. He like
1: like, they might try to choke me. It's like, there's going to be a lot of them. Tommy
0: said, I'm going to come dressed distinguished. He's like a distinguished derelict with a tie on. You can't hit a man with a neck tie on. It's like,
1: there's going to be a lot
0: of them. they going to
1: you're a <laughs> anyway. Yo, Renegade coach and we be back. Blackout. like Trump you get your beat look. What? Well, damn no you starting in already huh yes anyway what's yeah. happening we good we good so we're here with a, a house full of guests you know okay. what I'm saying house full house full yeah <laughs> how many
0: guests
1: we got we got four guests we oh got guests goodness. on zoom we got guests in the studio yes and so that's why we all masked up uh because we want to make sure that of course we are following as much COVID precautions and protections as we can yes um no not, that we
0: got one of the guests is a Trump supporter. So we don't want to get Herman Cain and shit out. This
1: true, party. true. Of we don't
0: want no One of the problems out of this bitch. Go ahead. So, so
1: I want to start just by doing a quick intro for our guests since we have so many folks who want to let folks know who we got. So to my right, we have April Albright, who's an organizer, lawyer, the legal director for Black Voters Matter, a civic engagement organization that's uh, focused on supporting uh, black organizing and electoral work. Uh, and I should also mention that April uh, was one of the founders of an independent third party in Selma, Alabama. Sister, thank you for coming. I really appreciate having you <laughs> on. I'm, I'm trying to be professional because I've known April for like decades and years. you was to be cutting that. the check. You're talking so polite. Right, April. <laughs> next sister, <we'll> thank <laughs> you for coming on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my uh, What the fuck you know? is this
0: guy on today? Oh, <laughs> oh
1: fuck you. Um, so, our next guest is Anoa Changa, who is a movement journalist, deeply influenced by grassroots-led electoral organizing efforts. Anoa Tanger hosts the Scalawag Magazine video series as The South Votes and The Way With Anoa podcast, an organizer by nature, a retired attorney. Anoa has a strong sense of equity and social justice, and she wants you to know that she has no relation whatsoever to our co-host, Kalaji Changa. How are you doing, Noah?
3: You doing good? <laughs> I am doing well. And You know, I have to say that retired attorney bit before some other idiot, like, has a frivolous law, uh, uh, a bar complaint filed against me again. I've oh, damn, no. never <laughs> claimed to be a practicing attorney in the state of Georgia, and yet I've had to deal with foolishness. Because folks like to get their retaliation
1: however they can. So thank you. Welcome to America. There you go. Right. And our next guest is Brother Ben Dixon, who's a media entrepreneur. He has spent the majority of his journalism career covering and advocating for social justice uh, from the often ignored intersections of justice, faith, and humanism. In February of 2020, uh, Brother Dixon made national headlines, Unearthing and Surfacing, a 2015 Aspen Institute speech by Billionaire Michael Bloomberg who was outlining his philosophy on controversial, on the controversial stop and stop frisk policy during his time as mayor in New York. Um, the release of the video earned uh, Dixon nearly 10 million views and is valiantly credited uh, for being the beginning of the end of the Bloomberg billion dollar candidacy. Brother, we thank you so much for that um, <laughs> as, a, as a New Yorker who was there, I was yeah. like, thank you so much for with all that work that you've done. Glad to have you on, bro. Right.
4: Glad to be here, man. Thanks so much for
0: having me. Definitely glad to have you all And last but not least, this brother right here, he went from Ashley to Classy. I've been known him for quite a while, over 15 years, close to 16 years. Um, formerly of WALK Radio in Atlanta, he, he considers himself a black conservative, and he currently hosts or co-hosts The Word on the Street, which is on uh, 95.5 WSB radio. And uh, we shared several stages together. Absolutely. Uh, nationally, internationally. Uh, from the Auburn Avenue Research Library to CNN. And um, you know, we both still made it out alive. True that. Uh, he's a real good brother. The only thing I have against him, he's a Trump supporter. <laughs> we got to deal with that shit tonight. That's so we, we wanted. wanted Shelley Winters. That's <laughs> only thing.
1: That
0: Shelly Winters is in building. Thank you, gentlemen. brother Shelley. <laughs> yes.
1: So we wanted to have a All wide right. range of like political opinion, everything from folks who. For the most part, you know, for me, like depending on what day it is, don't engage, me and clients probably don't engage in too much electoral politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk a lot probably about centering local stuff, but we do a lot of um, sort of talking about how to, how both parties are basically the same. The folks who may feel very similar, but see the, the very real need to be involved in electoral politics because of all the resources that get determined uh, to where it goes. And folks who are on that line, again, who support, um, probably support, I would say, not having Trump in to people who are in terms of electoral politics who are supporting Trump. So we wanted that wide variety of black opinion.
0: Translation for what Kamal said, for the brothers and yeah. sisters on the block. Uh-huh. In other words, we talking about overthrowing this shit, burning it down to the ground. And we saying fuck Biden, Trump, and anybody else that's Democrat or Republican mm-hmm. that's running for mm-hmm. president. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So you. you, I appreciate you clearing that up for folks. Hey, don't make So it. I want
1: to start with Sister April. Oh, um, because, you know, again, based you know, and that was a good way to bring it in. like, you know, a lot of us talk about we don't see a big difference between the parties, but folks have been saying, you know, even though they said it before that this, this particular election is really different because of who's in there. Now, I know obviously your organization is nonpartisan, but what do you see as the dangers of the current administration and why it is important to participate in this particular mm-hmm. election?
2: Yeah, I, I think, you know, I'm probably a lot like most folk, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I mean by that is, I think when you talk to people, mm-hmm. now let me, let's be clear, you got black folks who are Democrats and they say they're Democrats. Mm-hmm. I was raised in a family where my father was a strong Democrat. He still organizes as a Democrat in Alabama. Mm-hmm. But I do think that you do see a transition from that, right? Mm-hmm. And so people who are you know, participating in the election this year, who may vote for Joe Biden, not doing so because they have an allegiance with the Democratic Party, but just feeling like they don't want to die, right? Mm -hmm. You know, they're just a little concerned about that. And they think that this other guy might be better in handling that. And when you talk about how that is affecting, when I'm talking about that, I mean, COVID, Mm -hmm. is impacting black folks um, and brown folks, that is a important issue, uh, you know, for folks. So, you know, I think, you know i like a lot of black folk feel that way mm-hmm. so it's not mm-hmm. necessarily an allegiance to biden because they think he is going to be good for black folks yeah yeah. they just think he might be a better manager mm-hmm. you know over some things that are important to our community mm-hmm. um and so i think I, I don't know if i answered answer i'm exhausted right now you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. we're doing a whole lot it, it,
0: was, so. it was on point and we appreciate the honesty because yeah. i think that what happens is people get lost in the sauce and it's like you have to choose this party when in fact most of these people aren't choosing a the party. They're choosing mm-hmm. a, um, the, the, the lesser of, of, of two devils. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're saying, look, I don't really like this motherfucker either, but at the same time, we already you know that this one is capable, capable of. Mm-hmm. At least he's going to kiss you when he molests you. This other motherfucker is <laughs> just going to go ahead. and kiss <laughs> you. I got it. I get you. I understand. Okay.
1: <laughs> so I want to go, Ben, I want to blend you in.
4: What do you think is the unique threat that Trump represents? Um, one in 1,000 black people dead COVID-19 and they still don't give a shit. Right. So, I mean, it, there's plenty of other reasons to not support Donald Trump and to uh, reluctantly throw your vote to Joe Biden, not because we like him, but, I mean, if nothing else, I mean, if that stat keeps going the way it's going, I mean, it'd be one in 500. I mean, is everybody on this set gonna know somebody who passed from it if we're not careful? So, I mean, we got a lot of reasons to be upset with Joe Biden. And it took me a long time to even fix my mouth to say that I'm gonna actually, you know, vote for him. And I'm still phrasing it in the sense of I'm voting against Donald Trump. But at the end of the day, man, I'm trying to live. I'm trying to keep as many people alive as possible.
1: And to know I want to bring you in on the same question. Do you, do you think that a vote for Biden, um, uh, or do you think Biden can be pushed? to do things that obviously that Trump won't and will be beneficial somehow to the black community once he gets in?
3: I mean, I don't know that any president, including Trump's favorite, Abraham Lincoln, has ever done anything beneficial for the black community. And I don't know that in the current system and with the current power structure and commitments that empire that is the United States of America has that any president ever will and I say this as someone that supported a candidate openly who was running for the Democratic nomination for president what I do see happening right now is I do see a different landscape potentially coming in January with a biden administration versus a trump administration as we were talking we were joking at the outset as someone with a pre-existing condition someone with a cancer that requires sustained treatment um, I'm thinking about the AC Right. I'm not thinking about just like we, we talk about like benefiting the Black community as if there's some secret sauce, special thing that right. Black people specifically need. And most definitely that is a conversation to have. But there are a lot of things that are at stake that disproportionately impacts our communities. When We're talking about the threat right now that's happening to the ACA literally a week after Election Day. There is a case before the Supreme Court that could gut, that, that could like end the ACA. That ends pre-existing conditions. That ends young people being able to stay on their parents' insurance if they're lucky enough for their parents to have insurance until the age of 26. And we're talking about folks who are disabled. We're talking, we're talking about folks who have conditions like mine. We're talking about folks who got high blood pressure or alopecia or something more simple like that. We're talking about people who could possibly not be be locked out of having healthcare. So there are all these issues that are at stake. That is not about whether or not I think Biden is going to magically like enact something better than the platinum plan. That's going to help bring black people uh, all the way to the promised land. What I do believe is that when we're talking about who is going to send in Mm -hmm. federal agents on communities out in the open intentionally, I think we have a better chance of dealing with Biden's police loving uh uh, self than trump's extremely (laughs) authoritarian fascist self Mm -hmm. that's that's what i really think
1: now obviously shelley yeah you you take an opposite opinion to all of this when it comes to trump it's not an opposite opinion it's really
5: not it's it's, it can be framed that way but the honest to god truth is i take opinion that's factual to the last point being made the aca is not going to be gutted no one's trying to gut that. case has nothing to do with gutting the ACA. And I, and I, and I, I well, I mean, it's the truth. The
6: case is about that's, the That's not true, Jim.
3: I'm a lawyer, bro, yeah. that sure. that case I, I is about finding the ACA unconstitutional. You said
6: you were
4: bro, a you let's, I'm a no, retired
3: no, 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 I party, get into but no, i was no, always no, For the first
1: time ever, let's let, let's let one person let, answer yeah, a question. Let, okay. let him finish. Let him Take finish. note, please. This
5: is about the separability of mandates. So that's what the case is about. Now I'm not arguing whether it can be disbanded. I'm not arguing anything about ACA. I'm just putting out the facts that the case, ten days, twelve days, whatever it is after the election, is about the severability of mandates from the overall ACA.
1: We'll, we'll discuss more about whether or not. Well, that's like, doing that, well, and that's right. all. so what we'll do so. so why why Trump? This is why well Trump I'm I'm, is getting very getting yeah. I'm getting to that. I'm
5: getting to that. I sat here and I listened to everybody talk. I'm getting to that. Mm-hmm right so the issue becomes you two said at the outset basically "fuck this system you want to bring it down you said that you said specifically i want to bring this system down right exactly so the point becomes if everyone here hates trump and the idea is to bring the system down and trump is the worst thing going then in order to bring the system down like you want, because the system's not gonna come down voting for both parties, like you both just said. So the system has to come down in another way. It either has to come down with someone who's bad at what they do, which is what everyone here says Trump is, or you continue to have the system. Over the last four years, I watched African American, I, I can't talk with this bullshit off. Over the last four years, I watched Africa. that's fine, I don't have it, I, I got tested by the way, so I don't have it, I'm okay. negative. Yeah. Um, but the thing is the, the fact it's of the, so the matter is over the last four years i watched african americans basically defend the very system that we call having their foot on our necks i watched african americans defend the fbi i watched african americans defend the media i'm, watch watching, over here do this I'm shit. not talking i'm talking oh, okay. to the oh, audience oh, oh, we're oh. having a conversation to a group of people oh, okay. so i'm watching i've watched this over the last four years over the hatred of one man. Like the brother said, he's not voting for Biden. He's voting against Trump. So the idea has to be, now, the next logical thought in someone's mind should be, not what I'm getting from Biden, but why would I vote for someone I'm not trying to vote for? In other words, you're just voting for the guy they put in front of you. Because you're not voting against, you're not voting for Biden. When Barack Obama, When Barack Obama won in 2008, millions of people voted for him. Many Republicans stayed home because they didn't like McCain. So they just stayed home. They didn't vote against uh, Barack Obama. If you look at the numbers, many Republicans stayed home because they didn't like John McCain. So they just chalked it up, ah, fuck it. I'm not going to vote, just like you two brothers. So the point I'm trying to make is, as long as we are 13%, 14 50 whatever percentage of the population you want to say we are, as long as we're minorities in a country where we believe, as has been said, that there's white supremacy, racism, and other things that are on our necks, as long as we continue to go down a path where we're always just voting against someone else. We will never obtain anything that we're looking for. So let me stop, let me stop, mm. let me stop, because I want, let me get some
1: responses to so it, and then I'm going to let Ben jump in. Yeah. Better know Noah.
0: Ben, ben got his drink now, so he's ready. Now lit, lit. That. Ben, ben doing so, it, neat.
3: no ice. This is like an awesome conversation I have, right? Like I just had an article in out earlier today about disinformation and how widespread it is. And when you have you when you have Trump supporters use partial facts, right? Like we're talking about the ACA for example and the issue of severability. So the question before the court is not simply like does severability apply? Mm-hmm. If it is found that severability that goes. you cannot sever out the portions of the ACA around the individual mandate that have been found unconstitutional, if that cannot be severed From the entire law, the law itself will be unconstitutional. The law itself will go away and there is no plan or protection. Republicans Mm -hmm. have failed countless times, the Trump administration, and Trump himself has said that he fast track this confirmation Mm -hmm. in less than 30 days or so to be able to gut that law like this is the clear purpose and what folks are doing so Mm -hmm. to say well it's actually about severability i mean it's great that folks know the terminology but if we're not going to get into the nuance and actually explain it and kick it to people straight about what's at stake then Mm -hmm. we have a problem we're talking about toppling a system right like Mm -hmm. let's just be real Trump is not toppling the system. He's not destroying anything. He is absolutely upholding the same exact system that folks are saying that Joe Biden will be upholding. The difference between the two is Trump does not care or does not pretend to have any type of concern Mm -hmm. for the average person in this country, which is why we had a focus on rushing through a Supreme Court confirmation instead of having actual COVID-19 pandemic relief, which is why we have someone who is openly attacking Democrats process in the election, not because they are concerned about uh, 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 somehow toppling the system from the standpoint that folks think is a positive. When we're talking about toppling the system, if that is something that actually could happen under Trump, what we're talking about is a shift to fascism. Like, so this is not hyperbole or just like, you know, made up stuff. We literally have someone right now threatening the outcome of an election that is still in the process while people are voting. Okay, so that's one
0: second, not that,
1: someone not who's who's one actually trying
4: oh, to uh, we're gonna we're,
1: we're gonna, gonna let uh I want Ben to say a little bit before we wrap up. Yeah. I mean
4: honestly y'all can uh, let Anoa uh, keep going because she she hit on, <laughs> right? on everything and and but I, I will say this. I find it interesting that my brother um one, the the I, I I just gotta say it man, it is the fact that there's a president in the White House who is politicizing and downplaying the significance of wearing masks, and by virtue of the fact that you taking off your mask in the midst of all those people in the middle of a pandemic, I want to get that kind of demon out of the White House because we need some common sense around this. There's too many people dying, but I lost three friends to this already. But according to that is a direct product of a president who does not give a damn about anybody else except his own ego right and that has trickled down and of course it's not all his fault america is a very selfish place right we're very individualistic yeah. but if we could at least survive this goddamn pandemic and th- here's the thing about burning the system down I'm gonna, I'm gonna shift gears 180. here's the thing about burning the system down right now donald trump is kind of sort of burning the system down but it is not gonna be resurrected from the ashes as some kind of socialist utopia because we're not the ones with the power. We're not the ones doing the burning. If we're not the ones doing the burning down, we're not the ones that are gonna be building it back up. Yeah. The people who's gonna be building back up are the Nazis. The people who really don't give a damn about you because of your blackness, but they will be glad to use your services in the meantime. All
1: right. Listen so so to Renegade Culture. We're gonna be right back in segment two. We're gonna let my man, Shell, so get Shelly a
4: chance to respond, respond when you
0: comes also, back. Also, uh, April in the building. And um, it's getting hot in here mm. anyway. Renegade
5: culture. Peace and much love. It's a minister serving with your hip story. You know what this is? This is Public Enemy, one of the most influential rap groups in hip hop history. When they got signed to Def Jam, it changed the whole game. Their first album dropped in 1987 yo bum rush the show it was so different just the way it sounds sonically nothing sounds like a public enemy song the second album it takes a nations of millions to hold us back the most influential album in hip-hop history it changed the whole political landscape of how we even started to present ourselves music wise they are in the rock and roll hall of fame a lifetime grammy award winners public enemy Chuck D, Flavor Flav, Professor Griff, Terminator X, and the S1Ws. Know your history, Public Enemy. They dropped 10 albums. You can check them all out right now. Public Enemy, word.
1: Ready to get coaching, y'all? We back in the house. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So we just took a break. Yes. We want to get right back into it, because my man Shelly was sounding like Mao. Like, he was trying to burn the system down yeah, from within or some shit about. like that. I don't know what was going on. So I wanted you to explain a little bit more. What I was saying know. was, I'm yes, sorry. No no, sorry. No, 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 I just want to like, you know. And yeah. I, I want you to explain why you think Trump is good for either black people, or are you saying it, that he's not good for anybody, because the system is-, is No, no, like
5: and that's not what I am saying. I was saying, if you are someone who believes that the system should be caved in on itself, And you think Trump is a bad president, is the worst ever, then that should be your choice to cave the system on itself. I'm not saying he's caving the system on itself, nor did I ever say he's intending to burn the system down. That's not my point. My point is the people that I respect more than anybody else are the people that say fuck both of them. Those people in my mind have looking at but experience. No,
1: no, let me stop you, let me stop you. I want to know why. Say, why support. I like Trump? Trump. I, like
5: why Trump. I like Trump. I like Trump. The simple answer that I've been given since 2015, and I want everyone to hear me out. The simple answer why I like Trump is because he's not them. And I want that to sit on everybody's brain for 30 seconds. He's not them. Okay, we got them now, now the seconds. question he's is, them. the question becomes, who is them? Yes. The them is, start with the media. The them is the same media that painted black men as over sexualized beasts looking to rape and pillage and sell dope and cr- be criminals. The them is the same media that painted black women as oversexualized harlots who just went around having sex for no reason.
0: Is it the same media that Trump took that full page ad up? Uh, I mean, That
5: could be so yes, the same. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, now, okay. now let's yeah. talk about Damn. that. Let's talk Damn. about that media. Let's talk about that. Because them. that same media and allowed him to buy and place that ad. The New York Times, the Daily what? News. Hold on, my brother. The New York Newsday. So he took the ad out. Mm-hmm. But they had to accept the money and run the ad one time for one day. So it's the same media. Oh, the same media the that we it's read st- and when we st- saw st- that ad, <laughs> and we looked at that ad, and we said to ourselves, wow, this is a fucked up ad to run against these five young brothers who we know were railroaded by the New York City Police Department. So why would
0: you want a motherfucker
5: like that if you I said, he's not them. Follow me, brother. Don't just try and cut me off. Mm. Follow me. I I'm said, you I, you I'm ain't saying it. he's not them. And I'm listing who the them okay, are. Go I'm sorry. The media is the The same okay. media that's been dogging, a, the same media that when they show up to a, a local fire in a hood and they let the sister go by with her business suit on and briefcase and let her walk by but interview the sister with five babies and rollers in her hair. That same media we never trusted. Our rappers rapped about it. Our, our, our poets talked about it. We've never trusted the media. Yet, and still, he's not them. The the second part of he's not them. He's not them who has taken us to unnecessary wars over the last 30 to 40 years. Trump is the first president since Jimmy Carter not to start or engage the country in a war. The first since Jimmy Carter. And he's only been there four years. So he's not them. The same people that uh, protested George W. Bush with the pink hats, who stopped protesting war as soon as Obama got elected, he's not them. He's not the, the foreign policy hacks, the intelligence community, the FBI that killed uh, 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 Fred, uh, uh, um, Fred Hampton, Fred. Fred Hampton okay. Martin we, Luther King. He's we, not them. Know he's so not listen, him, but who so, the fuck is he? He is Trump. He is the guy, he is the guy that's not them. See, I've never been, I've never been threatened by him. I've been, my existence in this country as a black man has been threatened by an, a lying media, a lying uh, intelligence community, a lying domestic police force called the FBI, a lying, uh, uh, and others lying politicians. I've been threatened by them. He's not them. So the enemy of my enemy becomes my friend in this particular moment. You see, all of y'all have been sitting here talking about a guy that's been there, a guy that's been there for four fucking years. No, who's we'll never done before. it before? Hold on? Who's never done it before? You can speak all you want after I'm done. Oh, who's you. never done it before? You can no, that. You yeah. cut me yeah. off anytime <laughs> you want. Yeah. but he's, he's, he's never been there before. Okay. So we're, we're turning to a guy who's been there for 47 years, who's been overseeing our entire dysfunction, okay. our entire destruction. Uh, the book was written to target on black men's uh the the, the plan hey, to take fuck out all black that.
0: boys. Why are you voting for him? That's we why hear, I just told he, you. He that not I just told you, I him. just told you. He's not them. All right, right.
5: that's why. That's so I why, get, why so I, I voted for him. That's why I'm I'm voting for him because I don't like them. No, 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 I don't like them. That's why I'm voting for
2: him. That's why
1: so I mean it sounds I mean, before we switch our it does sound like one sort of nuance point that I think we all—it's do. It's all saying, fucking nuanced,
5: dog. It 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 Sorry, it's, it's all fucking. It no, you got to know the difference. It is. It is. It it's mm-hmm. all no, fucking nuance. No, no.
0: We get it.
1: One nuance point—it sounds like—is is sort of like the sort of the militarism that I'm not saying Trump is against, right? But he doesn't represent anything different than Biden. So what what is the difference per se? Like what? Why why Biden more than Trump on things like? Um, sort of international intervention, foreign policy. If their policies represent basically the same thing, in terms know. of like this hawk dove shit, Trump is probably as much as a dove as any other Democrat has been. Right. So why does that make a big? Why does that a big difference? Right, if you say he not
0: them, we going to ask you to
2: leave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a lot to unpack with mm-hmm. what he said, and you know, and I I don't be honest, I'm exhausted. Uh, but, but point blank, you know, I, you know, you talk about the media and you say it's not, he's not them, but I would imagine my question to you would simply be, so is Fox News and those types of news sources that he does rely on, is, are those the kind of news sources that we should be embracing? Because certainly while he may be rejecting some media that we would be critical of, I don't think any of us would embrace the media that he has, so, has, has selected and chosen. To follow because they are probably doing even more demonizing of our community and our people so I, th- there's no difference there and i think that my main point with trump is that there is no difference right and in many ways he is worse uh you know and i think we have to be honest about that as black folk right now there are things that are happening um, in this community whether you want to say trump is one of them folk or not but he is clearly signaling to white supremacists and white nationalists, that this is gonna be your, po- I am your policy guy. And when you are in a position of power with the presidency, there are things that you can do in the executive office. And I, I used to, and I literally, look, last week, worked for an executive office that was under the Trump administration. And the very first thing that he did when he took over, his secretary took over the Department of Education, was go back and reverse the work around discipline in schools. And why is that significant, right? because I came to the Department of Education to specifically work on that issue under the Obama administration. And while I'm not cheering for Obama, I will say that Trump specifically, the very first measure or initiative he undermined and removed was the thing that related to black students, right? Black kids, Mm. black black brothers.
1: One second, stop, stop. That related
2: the initiative that specifically was dedicated to eradicate what was happening to young black kids who were being disciplined at a rate of four to one. Right. right? And he decided that the first initiative he was going to undo was that. And there were other issues too. So my point being that you're talking about a person who has a white supremacist agenda, right? And he is using, and this is not just buzzwords. There are actual policies we can cite that point to that. So while there's an incompetence around handling the COVID-19 that we all should take dear to heart, there are specific racial policies that he is implementing in his Department of Justice. And we we have to be real about that. We can't can't undershadow what he is doing in these different departments as it relates to our community, right, that are harmful. Now, some folks are talking, you know, we engage about whether or not there's the, the, the less of harms, whether we should be you know, dealing with politics and electoral politics to deal with the reduction of harm, or whether we should be trying to, you know, destroy the system, right? We have that issue that we are dealing with all the time. But the majority of black folk who live in this country, right, they wanna live. They wanna be all right. They don't wanna have to fight around social justice issues, they don't wanna be out organizing in the streets. They wanna live, they wanna have, they wanna, they wanna work. They want to have health care right you know and they don't want their children to be murdered and they don't want their kids to go to school and be you know disciplined because they're black and they want to just deal with those things and for, for for them Trump represents everything that gaslights those things mm-hmm. and we got to mm-hmm. be honest that that is there mm-hmm. so, so let's, wait,
1: wait a minute no because my brother Ben's head's going to explode so I want him to to get answer, to say a little something. I want to let you get more time because obviously you, you battling it against a whole bunch, but I just want to let uh
4: Ben get Yeah, off well, I mean, thing. but but the key thing he's battling is the truth, right? Mm-hmm. He's he, you brother, you you're saying a lot of stuff that is not grounded in truth. Donald Trump has engaged in the same number of wars that were started by by George W. Bush and expanded by Barack Obama. No love for Barack Obama for his wars, but the drone program underneath, uh, underneath Donald Trump expanded. He has dropped more drones bombs, through drones, than any other president. He expanded on that. Not to mention what he did in northern Syria, abandoning the Kurds. Not to mention pulling us out of the JCPOA, putting us on the brink of war with Iran. And if it was not for Iran being the rational actor, we would be in war right now. Because Michael Flynn, laugh off you own, brother, I got receipts. Michael Flynn, the first two weeks is of him being in his uh, in his position in the cabinet, put Iran on notice. For what? For what? When we had an opportunity for peace, Donald Trump wanted war. And if it wasn't for Michael Flynn getting in trouble and getting indicted, we would have been on that same exact path. So the idea that Donald Trump is somehow a dove above and beyond and he's not them, he is part and parcel of that same system. Dropping bombs experimentally just because we got a mother of all bombs. He uh-huh. did that in his first, time, first term. Dropping bombs in Syria, bombing the air base, killing, assassinating Iranian generals. So you can't call that man a, a, a dove in the time when he's carrying out the exact same wars that were started by George W. Bush and expanding the drone abuses. So I'm sorry. If you're going to talk about something, talk about it in facts and not in misinformation. First
5: of all, first of all I said he hasn't started any new wars. The first president. Since no, you, you... actually well, said expanded. Listen, my brother. You I said expanded. You put he that hasn't... in
4: there intentionally. And I, I heard said,
5: it. I said he hasn't started the first president since Jimmy Carter to start a new war. You're telling me about existing existing enemies of the state, quote unquote, hold on, quote unquote, that he's carried on with. That's to what I'm talking To the audience,
4: about. rewind it and listen to him say expand because that's what you said and that's a I, critical ex, expand, word.
5: Expand with Iran because Iran, according to the intelligence community, I'm doing air quotes here very, very, very proactively, According to the intelligence community, Iran is the largest sponsor of worldwide terror. So, yes, we expect... Now, if you don't believe them... Now you're to sounding me, like them. To me, you're sounding me. Okay, like Okay, fair them. enough. If you don't believe them, that's not um, that's not Shelley saying that. I'm saying what's going on. Now, we want to have a, a, a foreign policy argument about whether we should be doing that. That's something entirely different. We're talking Why? about Trump and right now. So that's what I said. I said start it a new war since and jimmy expanded. carter that's what i said so you
0: said so you he hasn't killed any
5: new people however you want to oh, however you want to phrase it however you want to phrase it you honorable. can phrase it that way
4: he he's that way. Killed but i do know this people.
5: i do know yeah. that in your hatred for trump and here's my closing <laughs> statement in your hate in, in your hatred for trump and everything you just said Because clearly, as I am, you're an anti-war people. We don't want to go to war with other foreign countries. Unless they attack us, I'm not messing with them. As for leaving out the Kurds, I have nothing to do with the Kurds. What do the Kurds have to do with my black children right here who don't have computers? But let me say this. As a person who just talked about foreign policy and wars, why would you go and support a man who voted for every single war that's been put on the ballot? (laughs) Now answer hey bro, that my I, love, brothers, your those are my I, I love your energy. I love your energy. Those are my receipts. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are my receipts. I want to know why you're
4: going to Take vote, to vote for a guy. I, I want to know what? why. the
5: fuck down, no, you I, I want to know, all know all why, why you want to vote for a guy that has been there for 47 years and voted for every war vote that's come before his pipe because you just preached a very peaceful anti-war message that was mm. so clear and articulate with all the receipts that you could possibly have, mm. yet in the beginning of this conversation, you said I'm gonna
4: vote for the guy that voted for
5: every
1: war and never said no. You know why? Uh, never you know why? No. Let him answer and then go to a
4: Noah. You hey, know why? A quick answer Fuck with to me. Yeah, yeah. You know why? Because in addition to everything mm-hmm. else, everything that you think Donald Trump is not them, he is literally them and a beneficiary right, of them hot, and enriching en- en- them. Me, Hold I'm asking you your me mother. Trump. I'm asking your question, man. Up. I'm <laughs> answering your question. It is
3: a really good thing that the Gemini twins are on the Zoom right now. Because trust, you. I don't care how tall
4: you is, bro. <laughs> like all that energy you got for Donald Trump. Make sure you got that energy for the white let supremacists. Let them talk. <laughs> Make sure you got that energy for white supremacists marching down your goddamn <laughs> street. Make sure you, they were in Noonan, Georgia. Right, let's get they to the answer. They in, in Georgia. Let's get to and the wait, answer. Wait, wait, wait. No, no I'm going to toss it to you in 30 seconds. Give me 30 seconds. Stop Keep that seconds. energy. Keep that energy for every Nazi that got your name, brother. Keep that energy for them in addition Nazi. to the fact, in addition the to the fact that no, everything do that you think Trump. Donald Trump <laughs> is not, he is enriching the same military industrial complex that you think ostensibly well, you oppose, but you don't. Really opposed because you don't see it in Donald Trump. He's enriching the same defense contractors. Oh, and by the way, he's killing your auntie and them, your mama and them, all of your cousins and them. Every one of us, 200,000, 227,000 people dead, one in 1,000 black people dead. If you can't see the difference, then you are just blind, brother. are blind, blind, baby. Blind oh, from the fact <laughs> you're that
1: <watch>, you <laughs> <laughs> Are you hosting play. the show? No, I'm not. So what's going on? My Come bad. on, really play. good coach. My
0: <laughs> bad. My
1: I'm being There's disrespectful. disrespectful. No, no, I what's know. going
0: on? I mean, you trying mean, to be tough right. Everybody the fuck up. That's right, shut the fuck up. A Changa is speaking.
3: That's, That's right, right. Kilanji. Tell him when is speaks. That's right,
2: Everybody. Speak
3: We <laughs> got <about> it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But like, it's so wild, right, like to have this conversation with all of us sitting here in Georgia, right, on the soil that we stand on, on the shoulders that we stand on here in the South, understanding the threat of racialized violence around Mm -hmm. elections, Mm -hmm. and then looking at the way in which we have people warning of potential concerns around the, 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 the visit to Rome, Georgia, that's getting ready to happen. We have threats and concerns. About, I mean, Ben just brought up noon in Georgia, but we already know that there are so many different parts of this of the state including, you know, white nationalists in Augusta that supported uh, uh, Brian Kemp that were active, who was actively, uh, what's his name? Jason Stachowicz or what? I can't even pronounce his name. But like, we know that there are people who are armed and ready, who think they're supposed to show up with their guns at the ballot, who think they're protecting democracy and, the, and our black asses. And you sitting there in a room right now with someone, April will tell you what tough folks have been through in Daugherty County the past two weeks with an armed white woman and other folks trying to incite violence against our folks. That's not some ominous out there, just random fringe occurrence like that is that is coming straight from the Donald himself. But that's not just the Donald. The Donald is a current manifestation of what the GOP has been doing for decades now. Now, the Democrats ain't shit either. And I'm not a Democrat. I'm an independent that sometimes caucuses and votes with Democrats, but I am not a Democrat. And as my father's child, as my mama's child, I'm not going to sit here and listen to no one act like it's because we just randomly hate somebody. I'm thinking about voting for my son, my black son, who I'm concerned about at 16, who is seen as a grown ass fucking man. And and that's going to happen with either one of them. But I have a greater likelihood of my son advancing and thriving, of my daughter advancing and thriving, of all of us advancing and thriving with a different person in that seat than Donald J. Trump considering the decision-making that has already been happening this ain't about hating nobody i hate very few people i mean besides like Alyssa milano and a couple of other folks like (laughs) Alyssa milano i wouldn't piss on her ass if she was on fire that's just real talk but like that said that that said that i doxed her children and she lied and had white women harassing me for weeks but anyway but like this is not about that like donald j trump has still now in the modern times with all that we know about the Central Park Five refuses to acknowledge that he was not only wrong, but that he escalated violence against young black folks and helped usher in. as much as we can talk about what Joe Biden did on the policy side and trust and believe like I'm right there with everybody and fuck Joe Biden and the crime bill and all that conversation right there. But when we're talking about how we're stuck now with the decisions that we're stuck now with this, literally the fact that we're stuck with these two decisions is a function of white supremacy and a mediocrity that loves to uphold and protect. No, you cannot. The fact that we are sitting here stuck right now with where we are, so when I'm thinking about voting, because voting for the president is not going to be necessarily the greatest thing that I do to protect my community Uh when we're talking about electoral policy and electoral engagement. But we're looking at who this president supports and who this president is lifting up, whether it's that knucklehead senator we got, Kelly Loeffler or our stupid governor, Brian Kemp. Like when we're talking about like Donald Mm. Trump, it's not just Donald Trump. It's an entire fucking ecosystem that is riding on his back right now. He is carrying a whole damn Republican party and all the rest of us who push pushed down the drain in the process. So when I'm looking at what is going on right now, where this money is going to, whether it's the disinformation network that had targeted millions of black voters in 2016, yes. more so than Republican, uh, uh, Russian interference. And yes, I say that as black Russian, <laughs> um, but like when we're talking about what is going on right now, we're talking about Donald Trump lying about what is happening in election administration in multiple states, putting targets on the backs right. of elected officials Having like Gretchen Whitmer. Like, when we're talking about what is happening mm-hmm. right now, like, I don't, I'm not moved by Republicans who are like, oh my God, that's so yeah. bad. I'm not moved by folks in their respectability politics and, and issues with decorum and fine Feinstein hugging people and shit like I'm that. gonna wrap you
2: up, I'm
1: gonna wrap you up? About? I'm I'm wrap, wrap you up. I'm
3: wrapping it up. Are
1: oh, you gonna wrap it I'm up? I'm wrapping it up. <laughs> <laughs> up. You got five seconds to wrap this up.
3: I'm wrapping it up. Oh, look, what uh, I'm saying I'm is, you can't, to about you can't you can't tell a Chang'a to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so many, I'm telling a Chang'a to up. I'm telling
1: many changers we can put it, it on mute. <laughs> so, wait a minute, let me let me just let me just bring him in here cuz uh, obviously you are battling a whole bunch
0: of folks. Oh, uh, I, I, I just
3: want It's not a know, battle. Know? It's yes. all in love. Yes. We're just trying but to bring see. him back to reality with the rest of
0: we we've never had a show where we could goddamn relax and let everybody else go fucking nuts. This this is a, this is an amazing show. <laughs> wonderful job so, so so thank you. Appreciate it. You're doing a great job moderating.
1: So but yeah but I wanna I wanna get to the point of like I mean you support Donald Trump and it, I mean it's obvious that Donald Trump has done exactly some of the things that they've said that he's done. But he's not supporting. Them. Supporting, um, uh, 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 writing, writing articles about the death penalty for the Central Park Five, retweeting white supremacists, saying that both sides, that, you know, good people on both but sides, and, and all that, that kind of man, stuff. Break it well, I just want to, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just want to be clear. He called Mexican rapist. Yes, so he's obviously sending, he's obviously not even like sending dog whistles. He's obviously being at times overtly racialized and racist towards you know. targeting white white working-class people to support him so
5: why would you as a black man support that kind of behavior because the brother talked about the brother talked about facts the first of all the uh the white the good people on both sides a a simple google search of that transcript will show when he made the statement he was talking about the people that went there first originally to protest keeping statues up, which is a fair argument. A lot of people make it. I don't agree with it. I think you should take them down. But it's a fair argument of keeping historical statues up, and another group of people who protested against them. The people who protested against, no, no, no. Well, I'm, just, I'm, I'm telling you that, what, I'm telling you no, that no, no, statement. Even your man Tommy looking like, what oh, the fuck you talking about? I'm <laughs> going to
0: interrupt
5: you now. But, but
1: he did it, <coughs> I, okay, after. Just, a But I just want to make sure, though. He 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 not, made in, those not, not in
5: a way that you're that not in a way that the narrative has been spun since after that day after the
1: chanting of like the Jews won't replace us. He said what he said. He, he said what he said. After all that, after after people were killed, all of that, fair yeah. enough. fair yeah. yeah. not he did say You know right? what? Hey, you know
5: the what? Chinese Chinese, for the sake of argument, sitting here for the sake of argument, sitting here, that is the most egregious thing he's ever said. I did, I denounce him for making that statement. Now as to it's what the actually brother said, what the brother said, because you asked me I sit, I'm sitting between two brothers, and I got my brother over here, and I got my brother over here, and I got Rob Knocker right there, and I got the young intern right here, and you're gonna tell me gr- that if you're rich and famous, women won't let you grab by the pussy? And that's not a statement that you make around men? Get the fuck out of here, uh,
2: Please, get the <laughs> fuck out of not here. Not a statement I want Don't
5: I ain't never said no dumb shit uh, like uh, that. Listen, like. Kalaji, uh, uh, i want to get back to i want to get back to this. 38 <laughs> times he's denounced white supremacy, but that's not the point. The brother talked about uh, Nazis walking down my street, and then the brother, the sister, excuse me, talked about a 16-year-old. Keisha Lance Bottoms, the mayor of Atlanta, just went on the news yesterday and talked about the increasing murder rate in Atlanta.
2: Oh, Trust me, people
5: listening. Trust me, people listening. That ain't no fucking neo Nazis walking in the hood killing black people. That the mayor of Atlanta just had to go on television and say are, it's police. getting out now. Nah. Well, it's not it's still the police because the, the, police? Police. Yeah, 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 yeah. the last police shooting in Atlanta was was a couple months ago. So uh, no, she wasn't. didn't go on the news. She didn't go. Mike, you understand my point? She didn't go on the news talking about white supremacists walking down the neighborhood and neo Nazis shooting black people. Now that is not a that is not a side argument. I'm making a point to what the brother made now, about... No, I'm just because I know he's eating popcorn. That's yeah, right. He's eating popcorn all listen, We but, talking about but, Trump, He's talking you about... Christianity. You, no, 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 yeah, you asked me a fundamental question. At the fundamental level, I believe this. There is no president, there is no politician that can help black people in this country of America. None whatsoever. I've got the law In Georgia right now, we have the largest uh, uh, caucus of African-American elected officials yet we're all sitting around here talking about COVID deaths, talking about violence in the streets and everything. The largest number of elected black officials is in the state of Georgia. That caucus is the largest in the country. So clearly, politics is not the thing that we should be sitting around here talking about if we're trying to get rid of the problems. So Mm. based on that, if (laughs) I've got two people running... I've got a guy who just got there for the first time in politics four years ago, and I've got a guy that's been there for 47 years. She talked about an ad against five brothers, yet he skipped over the 94 crime bill that locked up hundreds of thousands of others. So if I'm looking at two men, and I got one who ran an ad, and I'm going to hold him as the most egregious fucking thing that's ever been done in the it's history Not because of... No, 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 that, listen. No, I, I didn't say because, I, no, no, you raised the, the ad. You raised <laughs> the yeah, ad. That was even before he was president. I got one guy over here <laughs> that's been there 47 years and, and bragged about writing exactly. every crime this bill is ever being written. So who do I who do I choose? If I have to make a choice... You two brothers don't make a choice. The ad came up because But if I have to make a choice between the two... Don't you're not tell even me an that artist. you care about you're your young 16 year old and you're willing to go talk badly <laughs> on, about the guy. He ran an ad. On, I can't wow. believe he ran an ad. But hold the other guy, voted for every saying. crime you bill said that looked same Sam's 16 year You said he said wasn't the man.
1: You said he wasn't. No, one second. We're going to come. We got to take a break. We got sponsors. Noah. Fuck your break. You know the established sponsors. She said, fuck out sponsors? You know we got some answers, I think. <laughs> yes. back back yeah, 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 we got it. We're gonna be right back. Let's just take concert. a break.
0: We'll come right
5: back at you. We're gonna come back. I'm so
4: ill, I snatched the food out the hungry lion mouth Jog from Brooklyn to D.C. on our 95 South Without getting fatigued, I travel at light speed Get shot with a bazooka dog and barely bleed I could touch a lightning bolt and not get shocked Bought shots at the president and won't get knocked, no shitting Swim with the sharks and I ain't never been bitten Had Nelson Mandela quoting the shit that I'm spitting Renegade Coach,
1: are we back?
0: Yo, we back again. It's getting real hot. I mean, uh... We here with April.
1: April Albright. April Albright. Black Voters Matter.
0: We got Shelly Winters, who uh
1: Can you stop shaking your foot
0: ooh, what ooh, what ooh, who said day. he brought the facts to But he? he left yeah. him in his yeah. <laughs> car. We got a Noah Changa, No relationship with Lanji. But she doing her thing tonight though, goddammit. And we also have Ben Dixon, who looked like he about to run through the goddamn screen. <laughs> him and Shelly beefing through the damn screen. He throwing punches. <laughs> Shelly standing up like, don't come for me. <laughs> Shelly a bad motherfucker behind that goddamn screen, ain't he? Shelly <laughs> <laughs> up. He's, he's an raid like he jumped up. All right, Shelly. Don't All fuck right. around be the first one to get their ass with more Renegade culture. You listen to me. You watch the Renegade culture. We can say fuck the police, fuck the president, fuck the presidential candidate. Both parties. You know what I'm saying? Because we ain't going to name one of the motherfucking parties. We doing old dance. We dance in a motherfucking grave. That's how we do it so, anyway.
1: Yeah, so I want, I want to get back to, If we were told we want to bring up a couple of more topics that yes. are around this issue. So Supreme Court nominee, you know, just got put in, uh, Amy Coney Barrett. So now the conservatives have a firm six to three um, uh, uh, majority on the Supreme Court and folks are fearful that things like voting rights, voting suppression, uh, abortion, mm-hmm. uh, LGBTQ rights, um, other things that like pro-police uh, are all going to get hyper, um, uh, I guess it's going to go up in, in, in terms of like who controls and what policies dictate. Um, so, Noah, you being, as you, as you wanted to say, the former lawyer, um, I, I wanted you to talk a little I'm bit tired. about what you think this moment means. I um, mean, We don't got to get into like, you know, the fact that obviously the Republicans did everything they could to manufacture and make sure that this happened for them. But what does this actually mean for the larger community in terms of having now a 6-3 majority on the Supreme Court?
3: I mean, we can look back to when there was not a 6-3 conservative majority in the Supreme Court, and we find decisions that were not in our favor. I I remember sitting in Criminal Procedure, and I mean, Kamal, you probably had the same experience in in April, two, in law school. Like, Criminal Procedure was a depressing fucking class to take when you saw how so-called, like, good justices came down and made decisions that affected like our communities mm-hmm. in terms of things like you know stop and frisk um, right. or I'm not I'm saying stop and frisk but like when we think about Terry stops I, I mean her. it's the whole nature mm-hmm. of criminal procedure and how policing is done even this reasonable the objective reasonable standard that we see being held in the police is not is a fiction that came out of the courts right and so like when we're talking about what's what at stake like, I mean there are some things that are deeply concerning about what could potentially be in front of this court. Um, You have at the end of November, you have a case coming up on whether or not the Trump administration can refuse, can exclude uh, undocumented people from the census count. And we think about what the purpose of the census is to count all people, all people, regardless of citizenship who live in this country. When you think about the allocation of resources to communities and how excluding members of our communities in this way would deny communities access to needed resources, would deny schools and other entities needed resources and funding. I mean, we have real serious problems at stake. So it's a mixed bag in terms of the Supreme Court. But I think that the Supreme Court while it is what it is, I mean, the Supreme Court has never been our, in our favor. I mean, there's been very, there have been some decisions here and there, but when we look at the, the length of the court and black people in this country and other people of color, like the Supreme Court has not been for us, right?
1: I just want to bring Sister April in also and talk a little about the Supreme Court. Okay, I'll be things. quiet for April. Oh, you oh, for April you're gonna be quiet. Oh, uh, well, thank don't, you. Don't you do know that. What I'm saying? Oh, here we go. You know I'm saying. A- I'm
0: sorry, April. Me too. Movement. I know you're exhausted.
1: I, am. I know. I know. <laughs> She's she over there. Like, <laughs> <But> Energy <she> energy's <laughs> about to pop back up because I realized I know who you are. She wondering why she here. So, you no, know, <laughs> she know why she here. Um, so, I, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the Supreme Court thing, but I also think you had something else that you wanted to add on, a little bit also. But what do you think is going to be, now that now that they have this firm, knowing you know this firm majority, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I know alluded to there's still decisions that have obviously gone not going mm-hmm. our way as a people or the, the, the way of mm-hmm. like working-class people but do you think this sort of firm majority even in terms of this election may play some sort of role in who becomes president you know, or what happens down the line
2: you know i don't know i think uh, i think the majority the decisions that we have gotten from the the supreme court throughout history have been those that have when there was a movement right and so we know that the courts tend to bend towards what's happening in the streets. And so to the extent that we expect any outcome, because again, the Supreme Court rules the same 90% of the time, right? It's just that 10% of those cases, right, that matter. And so if we are doing what we need to do in the streets, then we may get the outcomes on the court. I mean, you think about the Brown decision which was which decided amongst one of the most conservative probably even more conservative than this 6-3 right but there was there was a radical movement that had developed in in, you know and it was a result and a reaction to what we were doing Mm -hmm. and i always say it as it relates to voting you know we didn't vote for the voting rights act right we we protested for the voting rights and, and and that was one of the fruit of that so you know so so to that extent i agree absolutely the supreme court is what it is and you know, there's a lot of things that we're going to have to deal with because beyond the Supreme Court, what's, even, what's, what's happened even more is what's happening on the district level, right? Because we, we're effectuated on the, with, with that, that number, 6 3, but we don't realize how many justices he has appointed in all of these you know, vacancies all around the country, um, which deal, which are more intimate and one on one with folks and their issues in states. So we have to deal with that too. Um, But, you know, as long as we are doing what we should do in the streets, I think we'll be okay. You know, I do want to say, we can't underestimate the power, you know, of the state. For black folks, slavery is always on the ballot, which is why we typically vote in a block, Mm -hmm. right? Because we are always very mindful, all of us, I don't care who we are and what we're doing and you know, where we are economically, we are always, we we know that we're binded by that, that legacy in this country, right? And so we take that very serious. It's, it, you know, so when black folk voted for the Republican party, when they voted with the Democrats, it was really to deal with the safety of our people. Mm-hmm. You know, you talked about push earlier when we came, what happened in, in the movement and, to, you know, move Ooh. in Philadelphia and We look at all these examples of our folks acting in self-determining ways. Mm -hmm. And so the legacy never persisted because they could not be protected against the state. And so black folks genetically are acutely aware of that. And so when they see something like a Trump, right, who does these signals, who now we're protesting in streets and laced on buildings, are white supremacists with weapons, and we know that police officers are standing back to permit that, you know, that's, we feel a burden of making sure that we're okay in this country, right? And that the things that we are developing, for example, your work with community builders, right? Right here in Atlanta, to help that community defend itself against the encroaching state. We wanna make sure you can do that, right, without having you know the worries to the extent that we can of having the state stop that mm-hmm. and so i think we have to take that seriously and so when i hear people support trump without a firm analysis around that right that is what I, what, what what tires me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right you know we can debate all day about whether or not republican and democrats are our friends hell i ran and created a third party to defeat Democrats that actually were my like were my bosses mm-hmm. who were paying my bills, mm-hmm. but I still organized a third party to run candidates against them. So I, we, don't, we don't. So so we don't. We, can, we don't have to debate that, mm-hmm. but we have to take seriously the threat, and we can't let the work of our ancestors to make sure that we're safe. We can't turn our heads to that. You know, and this is that moment. I don't care. We, you want to use the word fascism. You want to use the word that. At the end of the day, we all know what this threat is, and we got to take that seriously. Don't mean we ain't got to do work. Like I say, go to the street, vote, go to the street. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we just got to take that seriously right now. I, I appreciate what you say, April, because of the fact that
0: um, you're saying something that a lot of voters are not talking about. They talk about our ancestors died for our right to vote and so on and so forth. In a nutshell, nobody, no one sane can argue safety. You understand what I'm saying? So that, that is the, 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 the best uh, uh, analysis or reason to vote. You know what I'm saying? Because we've been so anti this shit for so long because of the fact that we know what it's about. But when, 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 when brothers and sisters are talking about safety, who the fucking argue with that? Who can say, well, I don't want to be safe. Well, I do feel safe with Trump in office. I mean, I don't know who the fuck feels safe in Trump, uh, minus these white supremacists, you know what I'm saying? Because we've been uh, unsafe for centuries, over 400 years. So, you know, I I applaud you for for bringing it to that particular point because of the fact that from that stance, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. All this other shit, uh, you know, um, he's not them and all other shit my man right here talking about, (laughs) that shit's toilet paper. You know what I'm saying? We can flush that down the
5: toilet. That's fine, Can can I speak? Thank you. First of all, Where, who are you asking? I'm you're asking? You're asking, you can tell your fuckers whatever. Okay, do capito. <laughs> so, so, so first of all, let me say this to to make the statement that the Supreme Court has never been our friend. Is probably the most egregious thing I've ever heard a former lawyer say because it's only because of the. I
3: mean, bro, we could work. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, i grew up with for Like, oh, I like,
5: uh, so mean, you're gonna come at let me
3: talking me about egregious. So it's it's let him get it out. Let him get it out. Let him get I, it I, out. You know, he most. You most definitely just came at me. No, no, you did. But it's okay. You didn't say like real wild, cashy. Let's not go to back and forth.
1: Let's go. Go. Yeah,
3: go, you go. You no, you are not being clear. You said the Supreme it, it, Court is... Hey, it, excuse me,
5: excuse me, Noah.
0: That, that No, we're
1: you not doing that
5: today. You said this. clearly the Supreme Court has never been our friend. If it's not been for the Supreme Court, we wouldn't have made the gains that we've made to this point. Yes, what to bring up Plessy Ferguson but skip over everything else that's come after that it is, caught, is a red herring. That's the first it's thing. It's not a red herring. The second thing word. is, for me as a black person. Noah, you're doing like Trump right now, please. For me as a black man... I am doing... I mean, that's
3: what he likes. That's what he responds to, right? This is going to get a
5: what, we, we don't what, want to mute what, you. I want to so, let
3: him but, do his thing. But
1: let him get his fair. Do that's yeah. fine. We're well, we gonna let Ben do, do his thing. I, I, I them have, them. have to
5: remember what everybody's saying in order to bring it back home for me. So that's all I'm doing. The second, no, is, uh, second no, thing but is. Right. What the second thing is.
3: This is what do. Go ahead. Continue.
5: The second thing is, as a black man in America, slavery has never been on my fucking ballot. All right. I'll be. Let me be clear about that. Slavery has never been on my ballot because I have no idea what it means to be a slave. None whatsoever. I don't You're know sure? what it means to be enslaved. I don't know what, that's, that's talk around me that just makes me tired and fatigued because I don't understand that concept. So that's the second thing. Do you know but, what oppression is? Do uh, I like- do know, but I'm not oppressed either. That's, the, that's only in your minds that you are oppressed. Okay. I'm not oppressed. I can, I, I, I drove here on city streets I pay taxes for. I was, I, I'm not oppressed. And, okay. I, and I don't know about you did. Now, may, it may be something with me or something like that, but I'm not oppressed. You're a special nigga. I, I might be. <laughs> I might be. And if I'm a special nigga, then I'm a special nigga, But I'm not I'm oppressed. I'm a special but, nigger. But I, whatever you want to call me, I'm not oppressed. Okay. I don't right. walk around with the hey, idea right. that right. I'm oppressed. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not enslaved. That. I'm not oppressed, I'm the freest brother you'll ever meet. You know why I'm the freest brother you ever meet? Is because I'm able to go out there and cast a vote not for my quote-unquote oppressor. If you're sitting here and your argument has been for the last hour and a half that you're going to vote for a guy, if, if Trump is a white supremacist and he supports white supremacy and he's only been there for four years in politics, for four years, then joe biden who's been there for 47 years at the most exclusive club in this country the hunt one of 100 senators right if then he's got to be a white supremacist now if they're both white supremacists you're then asking me to make a choice between the two white supremacists which i go back to your point mm-hmm. why would i make that choice but i don't then believe don't he's a worse white supremacist than joe biden i don't believe he's a you white supremacist vote. to begin with but i will tell you Anybody that tells me I'm stupid for voting for a guy that's been in politics for 47 fucking years and voted for every crime bill proudly, voted for every war proudly, voted to protect every credit card, high interest rates proudly, he's from Delaware. Every credit card company, every banking company is out of Delaware. You're gonna tell me that while you're oppressed while you're enslaved, in you're gonna go vote for that motherfucker, <laughs> and you're gonna tell me I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> get the fuck out ah, of here, man! <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no! But now that
0: you
4: bring it up, all right, more so so all right, so all right, right so let's get to him
0: before
1: all we all right. get up. Ben, let me burn, let me let me say something. Yeah
4: i'm just glad that when somebody in the future finds this podcast i won't be the one who's been on the side of defending white supremacists like donald trump okay. i won't oh, be the one said, with the record with the stain with the stain on my legacy for whoever picks up this podcast in 100 years that i was out here caping on behalf of the man who's putting nazis in the streets in order to suppress our vote that said i want to tell you the most insidious thing that has happened since 2016 on a very concentrated and very organized fashion and that is to muddy the waters of this decision based on the notion that they are somehow a supreme woke blackness, right? They have found a perfect intersection between people who pretend and have the language of black radicalism, but they intersect clearly with white supremacy. Because my brother, let his veil off for a second there, mm-hmm. because all that stuff that he was talking about, about black radicalism and about uh, being anti-war, He said, I don't even believe that that I'm oppressed. There's no oppression here. I'm good. I'm walking the streets. I'm good. So, brother, if you can't see the oppression that is still here, that shows me very clearly that you have the language of black radicalism, but you intersect with white supremacy. And that's what's being leveraged against the black community right now. And that's the weapon that has come Mm -hmm. against us to turn a lot of black people blind to the fact that we have the white supremacist in chief in the White House who has presided in just four years. So if he did not start a new war. We've got more people dead from COVID-19 in the four years of this motherfucker's first mm-hmm. term, and you want to give him a second term. I pray to God, you took off your mask, brother. You took off mean, your stop. mask in this. I'm talking. Stop,
5: stop I'm stop. stop, stop.
4: No, stop. no. See, that's the misinformation that's and the happened. disinformation. Yo, 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 yo. Hey, bro, listen, right bell. now, right now, now, right now, those Shut three up. people on that set, are doing more to protect your ass, and then you are doing to protect them, and that is because you are locked part and parcel with the white supremacists in chief. But you're using the language of black radicalism, and I see right through that shit. Mm-hmm. Come on,
1: mm-hmm. man. All right, well, well said, my, The producer's trying to wrap it up, but we're not gonna wrap it up. I, I know, sister. I know you got something to say. And keep. I'm a. I'm a I want you to. And to and say, keep that
0: shit brief. Keep, you know? Yeah. Just cause your last name Changa, you ain't the motherfucking host of Renegade. <laughs>
3: I don't know about brevity, but um, (laughs) to say that it's egregious is about, and thinking about the history of the Supreme Court and Supreme Court decisions that have been made over the last 200 and some odd years is a lack of understanding of what the Supreme Court is, how it exists, and the decision-making that has been done. We're talking about an entire body and long, I mean, like Sister April said, going back to the conservative nature of the Supreme Court, uh, in the Warren Court and earlier um, is, a very, is a very honest reflection and understanding that is shared by, I'm not a legal scholar, would never could pretend to call myself, a, but many a Black legal scholar and others can actually address and understand the hypocrisy of, of upholding this type of institution. So when we're talking about facts, again, back to my comment about context, right? We're going to sit here and talk about, well, Trump's only been there for four years. Why the fuck do we need to let him have even more time to fuck shit up even more? That's that like the dumbest fucking, you said, you said people, I mean, no one actually had called you stupid all night, but that's literally like the dumbest fucking thing I've heard anybody say in a long time. Like, why would I give someone four more years to fuck shit up even worse? We're in the worst recession right now. We have over two hundred thousand people dead from an avoidable, like in an avoidable, like you have someone who knew. Fuck everything else right now. This motherfucker knew back in January what was really going on with COVID nineteen and just shrugged and was like, meh, it's okay." Kelly loffler and uh, and David Perdue and other folks in there doing insider trading and shit, while the rest of us is sitting there getting lined up for the slaughter, like. This is like the most ridiculous conversation we're having in the extent that we're not even having an honest conversation because no, everything else lie, is about everybody saying you not me, so you can't do what I do. <laughs> but let me be clear though, when we're talking about how we're making this decision right now, because we, we 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 spent way too much time talking about the presidential election, like April can attest to. I mean, come out you touched on it earlier. Well. We talk about local politics. We talk about the politics and the condition, the things that actually affect the means and conditions of our lives. Oftentimes, that's not at the presidency. Unfortunately, what we are seeing with this current president and the way and the overreaches that are happening under his administration and the way in which the different agencies under his administration are operating, it's putting a lot of things at risk for a lot of people in a lot of communities. And so when we're talking about, am I going to sit here and vote for somebody who was the author of not just the crime bill, but the war on drugs? I fucking hate, I, I don't hate my don't, uh, my elder, my, my, my grandparents and my and elder black people who made this shit out of fear. I'm thinking about the elder black people, like my my stepmother's parents, who made a decision to vote for Biden, who who, who revived the Biden fucking campaign, and we're stuck mm-hmm. here now mm-hmm. because of the fear of what they have been seeing out of the Trump administration over the last three and a half, four years. When I sit down and talk to my, my, my her her parents, my grandparents, about why they would vote for Joe Biden, knowing all the things that we know about them, all the other issues, it is the fear of what white people will do. It's if if, if, if if anybody else is the nominee. Like when we talk about when we talk about what's at stake right now we are in this we are in this position like I said earlier because of white mediocrity and white supremacy. Like I hate the fact that we have to sit here and vote for Joe
1: Biden. all right
4: all right all right thank you
3: Anoa. thank you Anora. Right 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 right. but you know brother you could just not vote.
1: You just you vote But at the same time at
3: what's happening I'm not going to pause because we're looking at what's at stake now. One second.
1: One second. I know it. We'll get your words out, but I want you to wrap it up well, soon. But we'll get your words out. I'm about to wrap it up. Okay.
3: But at the same time, when we're looking at the work that April is doing, like I have mentioned a couple of times tonight, April is literally trying to keep people safe down in Southwest Georgia tonight, right? All week, last week as well, who are out there doing the work because Kemp and his minions, all supported by Donald Trump, are trying to make it as hard as possible. You're you talk about you—you not oppressed because you can go cast your vote. Good for you that you can go cast your vote without without issues. So many people in this state
5: and others don't have that love. We, no, 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 we, we have a record turnout. No, people don't let Shut up! up.
3: We have record turnout. F- right. Shut the fuck up! Shut okay. up! Okay. Come on, we have come on. Yo, on. We, we, on. We, we dead. Yo,
1: we dead. Yo, we wrapping this. Thank you, Anoah. Thank you, Anoah. Thank you, Anoa. Listen, Anoah, Anoa, that's not how you talk on the show. This is renegade culture. We don't get down like that. One second. So let's wrap it up. You chill, too. Listen, nah, look, look, there. look, look. Word is bond. Look, we don't want to lose control of our show, so we want to thank our guests for coming on. Control, but no, on I, time. no, no, no. Yeah. We want to thank our guests for coming on. This has been a lively, a lively discussion, Very lively. and we're real glad that we had the full perspectives that we had. This is a discussion that the larger black community is having, and it's good to have it here for people to hear. We're gonna I, do a two-minute. Appreciate meeting so, both of you God culture. bless both of
5: you We're
0: gonna do a two-minute outro, and we have a performance by. Poet, deaf poet, Tommy Bottoms, coming up next. And hey, you too, sir. Renegade Coach, nice. you motherfuckers out of control. What's happening, Renegade Coaches, in the building?
1: Yo, Woo! Renegade Coach, we back after one of the wildest podcasts we've ever had. Nigga. Yeah. Yo. That shit was hotter than fish grease. I know, I understand. Your doctor was
0: screaming his ass off. Hey, I do You ain't here, doctor. On, I think both hey. of y'all lost y'all motherfucking minds. He's mind like, out. you produced, the, I, don't, I produced this. Like, this is my motherfucker's house. Right? Hey, no, come on, no. I thought he was running. This is my motherfucking Fucking house. <laughs> when I say whose house? Yep, did he, he, he mouth Yeah, Motherfucker, you try to tell me to shut the fuck up. Like, hold on now. Somebody He's going really too far. You to the Word. Shut your goddamn. I had mouth surgery. You about to get it next Saturday? Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway.
1: Who's our special guest tonight? B. Oh yeah,
0: tonight, rocking with us. You know what I'm saying? This brother right here. You've seen him on HBO's Deaf Poetry. He's also a playwright had a dope play called Educated Gangster. Um, also you catch him at your local bar if you live in Atlanta and shit, that's what the fuck we do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Been <laughs> on for quite a while. He's real dope, poet, real uh, Cool brother, you know what I'm saying? He's been involved in a lot of shit we've done in the past, uh, dealing with social justice. We Appreciate his work. Only thing I got against him is he rolled Shelly Winters. <laughs> <laughs> Another black Republican. But anyway, Tommy Bottoms in the building. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's Hey, man, it's crazy because um, for the listeners and the viewers, you know, we didn't know Tommy was coming. But then again, we did know Tommy was coming because yeah. Shelly came. <laughs> Shelly had Tommy as backup. And while Shelly was mm. asking the questions, time we was tweeting them like say this say that. <laughs> but
6: anyway we're
0: glad to have you on man
6: yeah appreciate you having me bro definitely
0: man how, how long you've been uh how long and, and what inspired you to do spoken word because today you look like you know a reverend
6: you know deacon uh, well I, you know I sell houses now so you know it's a house okay okay. okay yeah, right. yeah so a different little thing but as far as spoken word uh uh man I think like most things in life, a lot of times it start with a chick, you know what I mean? Okay. Um I was uh I wasn't really into that. Um, although I was kinda into the little being a little different at the time. You're talking about the nineties when, you know, and uh I, I uh a, a young lady by the name of Allison Horton. She oh, ended I mean, up her Yeah, yeah. That. We used to work together okay. and uh she uh she actually ended up getting on um what was that, Showtime at the Apollo, you know what I mean? She won like once, maybe twice, you know? And it was kind of like cool, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To me that was different, you know what I mean? Like doing poetry, you know, she was doing poetry. And uh, fast forward like a year after that, I ran into another old co-worker, asked where she was at, and they said, you know, she does poetry at some, you know, little spot. So I showed up on some stalking, you know what I'm okay, okay. And, uh, okay. man, Yeah, yeah. But that was man. my first time even. See- I didn't know that world <laughs> even existed. <laughs> okay. I didn't even know there was a place that people did that. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. And uh, I came and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. You know what I mean? And I st- <clears throat> stood out, you know what I mean? I was a little different. And uh, you say a little different. Well, you know, different. then it was, it was, um, you know, burning incense and dashikis. And I, I come in with a triple fat goose and, okay. and yeah. some Tim's on <laughs> and I'm drinking thing. Heineken's and and they, everybody was kind of like, who invited this guy? You yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? Because it was just, I mean, you're, you're, you're talking about, a, in, this is in Indiana. So okay. at the time that was different, yeah. you know what I mean? There wasn't, you know, a lot of people into locks and yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So this was just different in itself, you know what I mean? Uh, and so that's kind of how I fell upon it, and I was just a observer for a few months, and then one day I said, "I think I could do that," and I got booed the first time, okay, okay. you know what I mean then, silent, yeah, it. got well not booed, but in the porch world where nobody claps or snapping. nothing, yeah, nothing happened that's the equivalent <laughs> like, of a boo, chocolate. yeah, 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 so that it gave me the motivation that oh, I got something, and uh and kinda of been hooked since. and that was like twenty something years ago. So is that where
0: you from? You from Indiana? From Indiana,
6: right? okay. yeah, yeah. So
0: he's rocking uh triple fat goose and shell and uh. Trieb*. Yeah, and yeah. Body.
6: This yeah, that was, you okay. know, that was a few decades ago, nineties. Yeah, nineties, yeah, you know what I'm okay. saying? You know, what yeah.
0: Indianapolis or
6: Yeah, I'm I, I was in Indianapolis at the time, I'm originally from Peru, Indiana, a little small uh, town a little north of that. Um,
0: Shout out to Indiana. Yeah, Gary
6: wild and yeah, the motherfucking yeah, talent. Yeah. Off, off the chain for a long time. Yes. Then, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: brother, before
1: you do your thing, we're going to introduce you to a segment okay. called What's This Knocker's Nonsense? and a bowl Question. Okay. Yeah. So, we have like about 35, 40 questions in here. Okay. And we want you to pick one out, okay. only one. Okay. And read the question, and we want you to give an answer. We might all give an answer to it.
2: Okay. So, dig deep in the bowl.
1: Gonna see saying, that is. Gonna see the, you know what I'm saying? going to see the one question. No? <laughs> <laughs> he just walked around and
6: threw that shit in there. Got <laughs> there, right? but okay, to yeah. there. Favorite poet in hip-hop? Favorite poet in hip-hop. Um, man. Now, are we saying poet in the broad sense of like mcs and everything we didn't
0: come up with that shit, he came up. With. okay
6: but i think that's what he means yeah that's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the
0: server is shaking his head
1: like, i'm
6: like, i'm gonna say my personal uh vanilla ice <laughs> <laughs> i'm 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 saying cube america's most wanted okay. cube death certificate um so cube that, cube, cube you know what I mean? Right. uh so you glad you met with cube somebody. cube is cube is no, if you if we want to talk about the politics side of it, you know oh. what I mean? Because on the hip hop side, Q is probably the most influential person ever in hip hop. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and we, I'm willing to have that debate. You know what I mean? I wrote a whole I wrote, wrote a whole play about it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we can have that debate. Okay. You know what I'm talking okay. about? But if you want to talk about the politics of it, Q represents what who in this political thing right now. He represents what a lot of black men are right now. You know what I mean? and Because he's cast because now we live in this environment that anything that's not deranged, I hate Trump, is considered pro-Trump. You know what I'm saying? He don't like Trump. He's just like, I'm, he's being practical. You know what I'm saying? And what he's saying is, I don't, I'm, I don't like Trump or Biden, and, I, and we, we focus so much on the black Trump supporter, but the biggest coalition out here, particularly amongst black men, is fuck Trump and fuck Biden. Mm-hmm. And that is the most important thing, if you want to focus on, mm-hmm. on the conversation. You know what I mean? Now, with that being said, the black Trump supporter is not a unicorn. And y'all can already find out in a couple of days some of your friends have been lying to you. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? I'm just dead well, you ass. Want, you want to slow you no, down? No, yeah. But there's a whole other bro. conversation. But just to go back to the Cube part of it, where, and, and what they feared from Q, and why they had to, to, to uh, demonize what he was on uh this whole idea that he got to talk to both both of them if he want to talk to the motherfucker in power he want to talk to he want to talk to he talk to the fucking way the motherfucking cube if that's what he want to do <laughs> that the fuck he want to do yeah. tell something i mean in a sense if we're going to talk about who got legitimacy out here if fucking cube is a coon, ain't nobody safe god damn it because kalaji could be the cube coon tomorrow because well, you f- No, I'm not saying, if no, I was you, saying not tomorrow, you, you, but that's well, I'm just saying I'm not, I'm not you, don't about, know, I'm you don't know how the political wind yeah. is going to fall tomorrow because yeah. all coup did was fall on the wrong side of the mob today. And tomorrow Why the mob might come for you. I
1: mean, because the, the truth of it, I mean, uh, again, we don't want to get in. The idea, though, is not that black men are independent. Most black men are supporting Biden, whether we like it no, or not. No, they're not. It's clear. The stats are there. 80 and 80. 18%,
0: I'm
6: for y'all, Trump, y'all wake up. Y'all 18% for
1: Trump. 18% for Trump. It's the y'all same stats wake... as it was before. So,
5: y- do y'all. It's the same stats
1: as it was before. Overwhelmingly, just like four years ago, whether we like it or not, most black folks, black men and black women, voted for Hillary Clinton. They did not vote for Donald Trump. And that situation Listen. is not gonna change whether we like it or not.
6: We saw so, we saw it with Stacey Abrams. We saw with the with Black men voted for Stacey Abrams. You
1: didn't say that. You said they for Stacey Abrams. She
6: got. The, she got. He got like twenty percent. Uh, Kemp got like twenty I mean, percent of the black men. a minute Wait a minute. Wait a minute. A good wait. Well, that, and in, a, in, a, in a party that relies that on you to get ninety-five to ninety-eight percent of twenty percent is a big deal. No, no same thing no, happened in no, Florida no. And, and with, with the governor race at the same time. Stacey Abrams. My point is. Is that there is a, a an awakening going on? Whether you want to feel as you're a part of it or not, and what side of you well, awakening on awakening? The wake is use. I'm just saying what it hey, is. Hey, I, I think one I'm of the, the best uh, hip
0: hop poets will be uh, Kendrick Lamar. What about you, Kalani? Hey Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Um, I would like to stop say our dialogue before
1: from taking place. Bro. You said you said Kendrick Lamar.
0: Stop our dialogue from I, think, place. I think I think I think with me, the first uh-huh. thing I'd like to say is. The day I'm a motherfucking coon, y'all niggas might as well commit suicide. That's number one. secondly, um, uh, I'm sure Tommy and Shelly was in the same math class, and so we ain't gonna go there. <laughs> uh, my, my favorite poet right now, I'm gonna go on record is my sister, Sunny Patterson. Period. All right, Absolutely. she did her thing at the BT Awards. Yes, right? and she's a part of the organization as well.
1: Favorite poet in hip hop would probably be Black
0: Thought. All right, how would you contact? okay so what's uh how can people get in touch with you man we're gonna um, have you back on here because of the fact that you know we we know that you're definitely passionate about cube and we want to hear about that,
6: that <laughs> oh we can talk about that, that we can talk that, about that, talk about that. yeah and, um, um you know uh social media educated gangster 101 uh or my government name Sean shoemake Tommy bottoms um you know depending on what you Google depending on what you're going to find yeah <laughs> but no there, you can definitely check me out all the social media Educated Gangsta 101. Yeah.
0: no right. doubt and shout out to Georgia Me. you know what I'm saying though she's going through something right now we will be putting that, putting something together soon uh, to represent her and some of these other brothers and sisters out here in the Atlanta poet world a lot of dope poets who have helped us grow as far as an organization so we appreciate you your work now, I appreciate y'all to renegade culture We'll be right back at you with Tommy Bottoms about the wreck shit. I hope he ain't talking that Trump shit.
6: <laughs> that is too much news speaking my news feed. So believe it or nonsense, it don't move me. Especially when I know that the media delivery trying to mislead and deceive me. I mean, just because you put gluten-free vegan cheese over bovine feces, do I think that you can fool me? See, Orwell already wrote this book. I'm just watching the movie. That's when my timeline looked more and more like 1984, doom and gloomy. That's because the social media algorithm got everybody in their feelings, thinking anybody with a different opinion is nothing more than a comic book super villainous. The words of the spirit that are considered offensive. You're the copyright infringement. Fuck it. You can sue me. But it's important that I warn you that you might want to hire a lawyer whose mouthpiece is a beast, I'm not the ordinary warrior. I'm a superhuman word freak. Like a Dina Howard meets John Keats, shh, the sheep asleep. So I'm gonna have to tiptoe around a few top toppers to make sure they don't wake up cranky, outraising and angry. I know this sounds crazy, but shh. It's important that we keep whispering. Cause big brother might be listening. And they little sister series, she always snitches in the auntie Alexa. Well, for some reason that chick is always in the kitchen. The media seems suspicious because she always act like she ain't doing nothing, but trust me, she paying attention. Not to mention she got plenty of media minutes who manufactured the vision, shape public opinion to keep the people confused. I mean, they got the news they can try to entertain you while the comedians give you the news. And that's why they call it a media circus. Because the joke is on us. Because in the age of the absurd, the clowns are laughing at us. And that's the very reason why I say fuck all that doom and gloom in my timeline. As far as I'm concerned, is by far the best time to be alive. The age of the absurd. Well, 2 plus 2 equals 5 And anyone with the unmitigated nerve Do yell out the answer is 4 Might get punched in his eye So now you gotta brush up on your boxing. discuss topics with logic Make sure your opinions are popular Before you discuss them in public Might get kicked out the cookout for your and didn't get drunk with your cousin You're like, yo, cuz I thought we was cool We just kicked it last week Yeah, cuz, but that was last week Before you sent out that fucked up tweet You ain't even apologized. So now we can't speak but between you and me, what you said was kind of deep and the ass is kind of green. But well, let like I ain't trying to get kicked out the cookout, nigga, so it's better you than me. Oh, trust me, fam, I understand. I know exactly how I be. See, on one hand, I like sweet tea and mac and cheese on the much as the next, man. But it just ain't in me to take the DCP. See, don't speak seriously. See, I'm too intellectually curious to be worried about who Twitter is filling me. Or who unfollow me, delete me, retweet me, ban me, bar me, me block me, me, not giving a fuck what's worth a billion bucks or advise you to buy stock to me. Because I'm going to sell high, I'm going to buy low, I'm going to damn near double your portfolio. Every time I act like an asshole to the egghead, to the bozos, they pseudo-intellect convo, knock down them clowns like dominoes, like, whoa. See, the primary intention of the First Amendment is to probably protect the offensive. That's the only way to average up and go up and get a status quo and not have to worry about coming up missing. Or sent off to a re-education camp with prison sins. Don't think it can't happen. It's been well documented. I mean, ask any authoritarian to tell you that their tyranny is typically well attended with good intentions. If you don't, you listen and obey. Make sure you understand the truth is whatever they say. But I got too much can't take in my DNA just to shut up and obey. So can't just tweet about them. You got to beat it out before I just shut up and obey. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Go, go, go.